value proposition of bringing together payer and provider can be tremendous, but I don't think a lot of organizations have got it figured out yet. I think the improvement though is us sitting in the same room and having those types of conversations that I think weren't happening between payer and provider. Welcome to Healthcare Collaborations by Johns Hopkins Healthcare. I'm Chris, and I'll be your host. This podcast is all about redefining the value of health insurance through collaboration with providers, communities, agencies, and more. Each episode will feature leaders in the integrated healthcare landscape discussing value-based care in pursuit of optimizing health outcomes. For our inaugural conversation, we talked to Dan Chanowski, Chief Financial Officer at Johns Hopkins Healthcare. Dan shared some terrific insights about the evolution of CFOs and finance teams, finding alignment between healthcare payers and providers, and the opportunities that Johns Hopkins Healthcare has in front of it. When Dan Chanowski began his career in public accounting, organizations viewed the role of its finance department and, at its helm, the chief financial officer significantly different than they do today. Gone are the days and the expectations of CFOs as merely number crunchers and budget guards, replaced by an increasing inclusion as strategic partners. What they want now is not somebody who reports the numbers. They want somebody who can tell you why the numbers are telling us what they are. And then more importantly, help us with solutions on what, what, what we can do about it. Dan has experienced this evolution firsthand. Now the CFO at Johns Hopkins Healthcare, he finds himself at an ideal intersection of shaping the future of an organization dedicated to improving the health of communities while still leveraging the technical skills and financial acumen at the core of his position. Still relatively new to JHHC himself, Dan is part of an executive team that has added a new chief executive officer, chief medical officer, and other key leadership positions since his arrival. He calls it a reflection point, a chance to build on the successes of JHHC's former and long-serving leaders. We just view it as, as such an opportunity. And so I couldn't be more excited to be at the table with, with this new group of, of executives here at JHHC as we really, I think, take the organization to even higher heights. The ascent is characterized in part by transformations internally to the organization's culture. For the organization to be successful, We've got to improve the financial results for sure, but probably more importantly, we've got to make sure that we've got an organization that our employees um, are engaged in and and can thrive in. And, you know, again, as an executive team, it's our job to uh, help create, uh, you know, that work environment that that we want people to uh, uh, come into every day. Surpassing 700,000 lives served between its health plans and health solution offerings, A strong organizational culture at JHHC contributes to the objective of creating healthier communities. A critical player in these conversations and decisions? Dan and the finance team. There's a talent and a skill set that lives within finance that kind of leveraged uh, the right way can just be unbelievably valuable to the organizations. Take JHHC's nature as a provider-sponsored health plan. Owned by the Johns Hopkins Health System and the Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, the integration of payer and provider yields unique advantages not accessible by non-PSPs. This model fosters greater collaboration with clinical care delivery partners, enhanced value-based care arrangements, and population health management with cost savings opportunities through reduced spending and achievement of quality goals. Within the benefits of this arrangement exists what Dan acknowledges as a healthy tension. 
Building a strong payer-provider relationship helps find the common ground of healthcare utilization, ensuring the right services are provided at the right time and right cost and in the right setting. JHHC's finance team is helping to find the alignment, creating the narrative behind the numbers to propose and implement solutions to affect the shared mission of improving the health of individuals and populations. It's what attracts me to uh, working in an integrated healthcare organization because I think you know, the, the value proposition of kind of bringing together payer and provider can, can be tremendous, but I don't think a lot of organizations have, have got it kind of figured out yet. You know, at the end of the day, we, we still have individual goals and objectives as the health plan, as do our, our partner, our provider partners at Hopkins. And, and, and so I think the improvement though is, is us kind of, you know, sitting in the same room, I guess not maybe now today sitting in the same room, but sitting on the same Zoom um, and, and, and having those types of conversations that, that, that I think weren't happening between uh, payer and, and provider. A more committed movement toward risk sharing and value-based contracting are significant factors in enhancing the alignment. These industry shifts are easier to achieve as a provider-sponsored health plan. A payer organization is not just looking out for its own interests and the interest of its plan members, it's considering the delivery side with every decision. As a health plan, absolutely top of mind is, you know, how are our provider partners at Hopkins um, going to view that? And, you know, I think it leads to, to really great conversation. Dan specifically mentions curiosity, courage, and compassion as vital tenants to progress. They are qualities he sees in JHHC's new executive team that are precipitous to improved relationships with the organization's provider partners and, ultimately, health outcomes. I want people that that challenge the status quo, right? This is this improvement mindset. Um, and, and I think that's happening all across Johns Hopkins Healthcare now. Anytime you get you know new people, new leaders, it's the, the perfect opportunity to challenge the, the status quo. But, but there's a courage with not just saying this is the way we've always done it. When I think about courage, I think about I refer to it as kind of respectful challenge. I, I think I think debates is is what causes the best ideas to, to rise to the top. And so, I think too many organizations get into groupthink, and and it's very easy to fall into that trap. And that's that's why I use the word courage because sometimes you know having a different opinion in the group, yeah, I, I think takes takes courage. Those new opinions lead to new ideas, which lead to improved care and better health especially over last year when the people served by JHHC endured so much, the organization was driven by compassion. Compassion for me comes from being motivated to, to work in, in a mission-driven, community-oriented organization. Like there's a, there's a compassion for, for the people that, that we're trying to serve and, and, and trying to make their lives easier and, and, and healthier. And, and I would say that's the same way I approach um, uh, the people that work on my teams and, and colleagues across the organization. And, and never more so now than, than what everybody's uh, kind of had to deal with for, for the last nine months. Th th this compassion that, uh, which is one of the things that, that I am like so proud of Johns Hopkins Healthcare. Like everybody's been dealing with all kinds of different things between the pandemic, the racial uh, inequities, political unrest and, and so never more so now than to have one of your core tenants be kind of compassion in terms of, of, of how you uh, kind of work and support each other. Dan also has a front row seat to the data and analytics collected by the healthcare economics and actuarial teams he oversees. That information, primarily collected through claims payments, helps JHHC create product offerings, design benefits, 
and customize care management programs. That in and of itself can lead to, to insights around care patterns, but, but, but more so as a health plan now, what we're trying to is gather more social economic information about our members and then combine that with the financial information and, and the claims information to, to really paint a, a much more holistic picture of who our members are and what their care needs are. JHHC knows this work is not conducive in isolation. It all ties back to supporting and informing the delivery of care. How we share that data with our provider partners to provide insights into them in terms of, of opportunities for, for care improvements is one of the most critical things a health plan can do in their relationship with providers. Leaning into its partnership with healthcare providers, expanding the contributions of its finance team. These are ways JHHC is working to be stronger, easier, and excellent. We really believe that that we have such an opportunity to serve more of our communities. I think as, as an executive team, uh, I think that's what excites us all, is that um, we have an opportunity to have even bigger impacts uh, in, in, in the communities that we serve. I would like to thank Dan for sharing his time and insights with us. He has a genuine passion for healthcare finance and applying financial principles as a strategic partner. I think that trend of empowering finance teams to help reveal the story behind the numbers and shape the future narrative is incredibly valuable. You can find Dan on LinkedIn. We'll link his profile in the bio. One topic we're really going to explore on this podcast is the experience of provider-sponsored health plans. You heard Dan discuss how creating a stronger connection between the payer and provider can produce some powerful outcomes. We want to dig into that a little more, and our next podcast interview will help us do that. Here is JHHC's Chief Medical Officer, Marquita Wills, discussing her involvement in the payer-provider collaboration. We have begun wonderfully rich collaboration sessions with the delivery side, allowing them to understand what we're measuring why we're measured on it um, and compare that to what they're measured on, why they're measured on it, and find those synergy points where we can all sort of align. I can't wait to share that conversation with you. But before you hear from Dr. Wills, we have a special episode for you. Join me next time when I sit down with HGTV host Matt Minster to talk about a really exciting initiative from Priority Partners that's going to help address nutritional literacy and food access. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.